This is episode 18, how to have a growth mindset. Welcome to the Sleek Geek Health Revolution podcast. My name is Eric Charles and I am here with Ilan Lohman to help you discover how you can build healthy habits and live a better life. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now let's get to it. What's going on, Sleek Geeks? It is Eric here. Hope you guys are doing well. I'm here with Ilan. How's it, How are you doing? How's it, Eric? I'm great. Good to see you. You too, man. Felt like it's been ages. This <laughs> <laughs> is our second podcast in a row, so we see each other face to face again. Always a pleasure. Um, yeah, today's podcast episode is having a growth mindset. Now, this is based on the Sleek Geek belief system, and they are a set of beliefs that we believe you need to believe to be a successful Sleek Geek, to build healthy habits. And if there ever was a true Sleek Geek belief as this, the fact that you have to believe, or the fact that you have to have a growth mindset. And we're gonna get into what that means in a second. But for now, those who have heard the idea of fixed mindset versus growth mindset and wondered where it came from, there's a book called Mindset by Carol Dweck. She is a psychology professor at Stanford University. And she has written an incredible book identifying different ways that people see things like challenges and skills and setbacks and feedback and efforts and things like that and how they respond to them. Do they respond positively or negatively? And I think you may find, we're going to go through the list one by one, but you may find that you're going to recognize certain things as things that you do in your life as a positive and certain things in your life as a negative. And I want this to help you just think about how you can reframe challenges and skills and things like that in your life to be more positive and to have more of a growth mindset. Absolutely. And I think before we delve into those, you know, it's about belief systems. So, you know, we, we call these the sleek geek beliefs yes. and this is one of them. And I think each of us has a range of beliefs that we have cultivated over our lives. Yeah. Through our life experiences, through our childhoods, through all the experiences that we've had with our parents, with, with um, teachers, with friends, everything that life's thrown at us, um, people generally have certain beliefs about the world, about mm. the environment, about everything else. Now, what we believe, and this is part of having a growth mindset, is that beliefs can be changed and adapted. I love that. So someone who's got a fixed mindset will probably say, no, you're stuck with the beliefs that you have with for life. Very and true. that's going to segue into it. Yeah. But we believe as part of having a growth mindset at Sleek Geek, that one can shift one's beliefs. Absolutely. And both of to. us have experiences in our personal lives. Yeah. I mean, I never believed, if you told me 11 years ago when I was an overweight, chain-smoking, corporate workaholic, yeah. that I'd be sitting here doing podcasts around health, that we'd be sponsored by Adidas, that I would have been a wellness warehouse ambassador, that I go and I speak to to staff and companies about health and wellness. Crazy. And people regard me as as someone who is um, you like know a leader, a leader in the health yeah. space. Yeah. I would have said there's not a chance. And I've experienced exactly the same. You know, growing up, I was very overweight. I literally did not know anything different. I was overweight my whole life, unfit. And I, I just did not believe I could change. 
it almost became like this self-fulfilling prophecy where I would maybe start a diet or start a new workout plan, but I would be so convinced that my genetics were bad, my luck was bad, everything just could not change, that I wouldn't really commit as much. You know, I would start a new diet, but I wouldn't really push as hard as I could have because I didn't believe I could do it. Yeah. Became a self-fulfilling prophecy. I proved myself right. I showed, ha, I can't do it. Therefore, I'm right. That was my belief. And, it, you know, it's quite a long story how I got here. You can always go read my, my story on the Sleeky website. But yeah, you wouldn't believe Eric's before photos. I mean, it's but, crazy, his transformation. And what I always tell people is that the mental transformation was so much bigger than the physical transformation, even though the physical transformation looks like a completely different person. And that's Absolutely. because I managed to change my beliefs and I managed to challenge the limiting beliefs that I had. I think that's a pretty good chance for us to start going through the topics. Absolutely. I mean, like, uh, just to finish off that topic, I mean, yeah. I think you could even become an Instagram model, but you're way too humble. So <laughs> you're way too humble to take selfies yeah. all day, every day, half naked. Ain't, ain't got time for that. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm not that, that pretty. But, but okay, so let's go into some of the specifics. I mean, ultimately, in, in the book, some of the topics that are covered are limiting beliefs, a growth or a fixed mindset around skills, challenges, effort, feedback, and setbacks. Yeah. So in each of those, I think let's go through each of those categories. Yeah, so let's just take the skills on first. Okay, so you kick it off with skills. You know, so skills, if you have a fixed mindset, you tend to think that skills are something you're born with. They like you, this guy is really talented and, this, and, I, and I suck. Or that, that trick, just, she just has it all. She's so good at taking photos. She's so, so good at you know, being an Instagram model. How does she do that? And you kind of think um, they were just born that way. But those are skills they developed. It's the same as you know, if you look at authors or athletes or business people. When we're born as babies, we're going to have to get taught how to wipe our own asses. Like, we don't have any skills. We have to be taught and learn how to do certain things. So any talent that you see people have is a skill that they've developed. But if you have a fixed mindset, you constantly believe you can't improve your skills and your skills are fixed. You are who you are, you'll never get better. You're born with certain limitations. Exactly, and that's a limiting belief. Whereas if you have a growth mindset, you tend to believe that you, you can develop new skills, you can improve your skills, you can put in the effort. And I think what goes along with that is the belief that Putting in, if you put in enough effort, you will be rewarded. Like some yeah. people are nervous to say, okay, they're, they're too nervous to commit time and energy and effort to trying to improve a skill because they don't believe they can do it. Exactly. You and can. they're not willing to sacrifice so much. But if you truly believe you can get better at something, like I truly believed that once I got over my limiting belief that I could get a handle on my nutrition, I could become a nutrition coach, which yes. I am now. Yes. Once I believed that, I started putting in so much time and energy and effort because I was confident that I would be rewarded with improved skills. Exactly, and putting in the hard work. Exactly. I, I mean, knew. I wasn't afraid to put in the hard work. I mean, I remember I had a friend at Varsity who, you know, when he was at school, he, mm. was a, he wasn't a good sportsman. Yeah. He was always in the B team or the C team or whatever it was. Mm. But at Varsity, he put in the work and he yeah. worked really hard because his passion was rugby. Yeah. And he ultimately ended up playing for the first team of the university. Yeah. Like through hard work and dedication, you know, had he been someone who just decided, you know what, I never got the sports gene. Um, you know, this was never for me. Yeah. Um, he would have easily written it off. I mean, you so, were a pretty good cricket player yourself, weren't you? Yeah, I see. I went the other direction. I regressed. 
I was really good and I got But how did you worse. get really good? <laughs> uh, I, I actually, I don't, I don't believe that I was that talented. I think I got, I think it was really just hard work and dedication. But that's exactly it. We, we, mm. there, there is no such thing as talent. It doesn't happen accidentally. And it maybe, comes from hard yeah, work. Maybe over time. Because also, you know, at some point when you, like even the professional sports people, mm. you find that, like take golfers. Yeah. You know, a friend of mine became a scratch golfer. Mm. Um, and so he got to the pro circuit. Now you're on the pro circuit with all these other scratch golfers. Mm. So almost on a skills level, they all almost equal. Yes. But only some people rise to the top. And the ones who rise to the top are really the ones who have a better, you know, mental attitude. He's, They're willing to put in the time and energy and effort. He admits that like he, you know, he didn't, he didn't work hard enough. That's you know? okay. Like there, there, there's some areas in my life, like you, you mentioned me being an Instagram model. It's not something I want to do. Like I believe that if I really tried, I probably could, you know, build up quite a big following on Instagram, but it's not something I want to do. Doesn't and it's not you. something I'm willing to sacrifice time and energy and effort to get better at. And that's okay. Like you're allowed to identify areas in your life that you don't want to develop skills and that's fine. Yeah. Like I don't want to develop skills on how to paint doesn't interest me but if it really did i'll be like cool let me let me in my schedule i'm gonna put down you know 30 minutes of practice four times a week but one thing that i've always loved about working with you mm. and i mean i'm not just blowing smoke up your ass here because you said ass earlier so i thought i can say ass on this podcast but like well you have working... the highest swearing record so far of okay. all these podcasts absolutely <laughs> but I mean, working with you for the last nine years, mm. like literally all day, every day for the last nine years, like what I've always admired about you is you are always someone who, you know, you to me epitomize a growth mindset mm. in, in a sense that you always believe you can teach yourself something. Yeah. You know, if I said to you tomorrow, we need to learn how to do X and be the best at X. You're like critical to the business. I know that you would go and you would research for and sure. you would work your ass off. And you would end up becoming really good at it. I believe you, you can know, learn me anything so you many want. Times. Yeah. Exactly. But you have to be willing to do it. You have to believe that it's the effort will be rewarded. You have to have this belief. And, and this, is, this is for people who want to learn how to work out at the gym or learn how to cook healthy meals or learn how to say no to junk food. Like they're all skills. Um, and it's exactly why we love the concept of habits and healthy habits, because we believe that the more you practice something, you know, habits are repetitive. And things you do consistently, the more you do it, the better you get, the more skilled you get it. And, and the more you feel confident that you can do it. Exactly. And, and I mean, like one of my favorite gurus, Tony Robbins, I Ooh. mean, like he always talks about one of his teaching principles at the beginning of his trainings is he talks about certainty. Yes. So, you mm. know, he, he says that you will never be able to change mm. or you will never be able to make progress yeah. if you don't have some certainty around the fact that you can yeah. Or believe in your plan. So, yeah. for example, if if you're setting out to do something and mm. you don't believe that you're really capable of doing it, yeah, it's likely it's not going to happen. And you know that and that's a you know take for example with our coaching program. Mm. You know when when we take on a new client in our coaching program, our coaching program at Sleek Geek is quite different. Mm. It's a paradigm shift from most most coaching programs out there. Yeah. You know because of the the habit-based approach that we take because, you know, it's not, it's not dishing out a diet to someone like what they usually expect. So the client that you're working with, they've got to trust you and they've got to believe mm. that, you know, they've got to trust in the system mm. and trust in the process. And we've seen it time and time again. 
people who trust the system and people who trust the process and they do the work, they end up at the end having their lives changed. And it's because you put such a big focus on belief, like their mindset, yeah. and developing individual skills. And we show them that these are skills that are necessary to live a fit and healthy lifestyle and to lose weight and whatever the goal is. And yeah. we show them exactly how to practice those skills. Even if it's just for five minutes a day, we show them that it is possible to practice those skills, it is possible to get better at those skills, and therefore they have a successful coaching transformation. Exactly. So if anyone listening to this podcast right now is starting out on their health journey, mm. if your starting point is from a sense of belief that you aren't destined to be a fit and healthy person. Yeah, you try so many diets, what's this going to be different? If, you're, if your starting point is a belief that you failed every time and this is going to be like that again, yeah. then you are, you are most likely going to fail. Um, Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Exactly, as Henry Ford said. Yeah. And no, no, that, I said it. Uh, as Eric said, yeah. and then Henry Ford quoted Eric. Exactly. But, but the point being that ultimately, we often talk about identity change. Mm. So what we like to encourage people to do is to think of what is the identity that you would like to aspire to and then start behaving like that today. Yeah. You know, what does being a fit and healthy person look like? Like what would a fit and healthy person do? Mm. And even now, when you're at the start of your journey, even before you get there, how can you emulate that? How can you start building those skills? Obviously, going to the gym once or twice mm. is not going to make you a fit and healthy person. But going to the gym is what a fit and healthy person would do. So you can so practice. Start that. to practice that, exactly. So that's skills. Yeah. So no. it's critical to have. Like you can't, no matter what other beliefs you have, if you do not believe you can change, if you do not believe you can get better, yeah. there's no point even trying. You so can build skills. You just, you've got to be prepared to put in the time. Absolutely. A lot of people's problems is that they want the result, but they won't do the work. And that's where the next one comes in, challenges. You know? and, and a lot of people then say, I tried. Yeah. But they didn't really try. Or got too hard. You know, you, yeah. you've only really, you, you, something didn't work for you when you really put in the work and it didn't work. Yeah. You know? So anyway, so challenges. Okay, so I'll, I'll kick off with challenges. First, yeah. I mean, essentially, people who have a a growth mindset, well, let's start with fixed, mm. a fixed mindset around challenges, they typically, they tend to avoid challenges. Yeah. They see it as something to avoid um, because they think that it might reveal their lack of mm. skill, it might yeah. reveal that they, they're not great. Yeah. You know, so they don't want that, that kind of failure associated to it. And they also tend to give up easily. Yes. So, you know, when people sign up for our 21 day challenges or whatever it is, you know, like often it's the people with the growth mindset that they we see. They, they like, yes, I want end. a challenge. You know, yeah. for them, like a challenge should be embraced. They get excited about it. So they see it as an opportunity um, for growth. For growth. And they're persistent. Yes. You know, and, and so that's people with a growth mindset. Mm. So typically, you know, the people who have a, a fixed mindset will avoid the challenge. And even if they can will themselves to sign up or whatever it might be, they might not see it through mm. purely because they think that they can't do it. Well, they get, they get frustrated that, that, that they're facing this kind of challenge. Like they see challenges as problems. And it, it kind of reminds of this quote. You know how people say, oh, I love surprises. The truth is you only like surprises that you like. <laughs> surprises you don't like, you call problems. And it's the truth, right? It like, right. if something yeah. surprisingly goes well today, you're like, oh, I love that. If I surprisingly punched you in the face right now. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, oh, I love surprises. <laughs> exactly. But it's the same with challenges. It's a fixed versus a growth mindset. Like, you can't have it both ways. Like, if there's a challenge, you either believe that this challenge is an opportunity for growth, no matter how crappy it's going to be to work through, or you believe it's just a, 
it's an obstacle, it's a crap part of your day, um, and you're not going to enjoy it. And unfortunately, there are some challenges we face that just are not pleasant to work to and we don't want to do with them. But sure. in my experience, everyone I've seen who has overcome monstrous challenges, I'm talking about like losing loved ones, battling cancer, quitting drugs like heroin or cocaine, um, starting a new job, moving a new country, having giving birth. Those are all incredible, like um, incredibly difficult situation to go through but every single person who's done that whether they want to or not have come out stronger they have become a stronger person because of that sure and if you can recognize it if you can say okay that person beat cancer and they're stronger because of it like my mindset would be if, if i hope i never do but if i ever do get cancer i know that my mindset is going to be well, i suppose i can't say it will be but i'd hope it would be that you know what this is a challenge it's not going to be pleasant. I really wish you didn't have to go through this, but it's an opportunity for growth. If Absolutely. I can make it through this, I'll be so much stronger when I come out the other side. Absolutely. I mean, my recent experience with anxiety, you know, I mean, Good for example. those of you who, you know, who, who knew listeners or whatever it is, at age 44, I recently, in a post-COVID world, having lots of stresses in my life, had my first kind of um, brush with anxiety mm. and a panic attack. And it was kind of weird for me because I've always been very resilient against stress yeah. and experiencing what anxiety feels like was very foreign to me. So much so you actually didn't even recognize it at first. No, I mean, I thought I was having a heart attack. I thought I was dying. And, and the point is at the moment I'm under treatment now, but I'm, I'm seeing it as an opportunity for me to grow. Mm. I'm seeing it as an opportunity for me to work on other areas of my life, focus more on stress management than I have in the past. Mm. And I'm also seeing it as an opportunity to be able to teach others. I like that. Because, you know, everything in my life, even my sleeky journey, I mean, I left my corporate career 10 years ago to do the sleeky thing full time because I felt that I'd learned something so powerful that life is better when you're healthy, mm. that it was my obligation to teach people. And here's Eric and I in action doing that. Like yeah. we're here on our own personal time because our passion is to help people come to experience what a healthy lifestyle is and how much better life is when you're healthy. And speaking of which, we've had to overcome challenges like figuring out how the heck to host a podcast, how to, how to run a podcast. We've got such an elaborate setup going, recording sound, recording live video, recording YouTube video. You even deleted the one podcast. And how to do it again. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been quite a learning experience, but we are willing to embrace this challenge because we believe that it will lead to growth. We want to help ourselves. We want to help Sleek Geek. And we believe it's worth it. Well, I mean, on that analogy, I mean, you never used to like to talk on camera. Like I used to like, I never used to be able to get Eric to do videos. <laughs> um, and, you know, he's always like not being keen to speak publicly because, you know, you've got your hearing aids. Yeah. And, you know, like it's just not something that's been just comfortable. Not used to, not used to doing but, it. Yeah. But over the years, Eric's overcome that and he's gone and he's challenged himself and he's, he's gone from leaps and bounds and improved massively. And like now you would never, ever know. Okay, that that yeah. he ever had that 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 um, challenge, but you could have easily said, you know what? Not for me. Not for me. Yeah. I can't do this. You were born with that skill yeah. to be on camera. I wasn't. And I see so many people do this in their in their working career. Like you know, they don't realize that to get to the next level in their career or in their personal life or in their relationship, they have to be willing to take that next step. But yeah. they just don't believe it's for them. They just don't believe they can. Exactly. Like. I mean, that landmark forum that we went on, mm. which was like a growth experience. Yeah. I remember there was one quote which has really stuck with me. And it was, if you want to have more potential growth in your life, 
Mm. You have to become someone you haven't been before. Yeah. You can't keep being the same person and expect more. Yeah. You know, like you've to, you, you've got to get to that next level, as Dean Graziosi always says. Yeah. Exactly. So then we've talked about challenges. So people with a growth mindset, they embrace challenges. Mm. They love challenges. They yeah. see it as an opportunity. People with a fixed mindset, they avoid them. And, you know, they tend to give up easily. And they hate challenges. They see it as a problem rather than an opportunity. Okay, so next up, let's talk about effort. We have actually talked about it quite a lot already. Yeah. But to recap, uh, you know, people with a, with a the, uh, fixed mindset, they believe that effort is unnecessary. Like, they don't believe that things should be effortful. They, they believe it's only effortful when um, you either suck at it, like you're not good at it, or it's just something you shouldn't be doing. They, they want life to be easy. They want life to be smooth. They want... Uh, they want to enjoy the whole ride. But people with a growth mindset, they believe that effort is essential. It is required as a path to mastery. If, if you are putting effort into something, it means you are growing it. It means you are doing something, maybe not always important, because important can be different, different people, but you're doing something worthwhile. Like, as I said, nothing worthwhile in life is easy. Yeah. You have to be willing to put the effort in. So people with a growth mindset, uh, sorry, with a fixed mindset, as I've alluded to before, they they believe that putting in effort is a waste. Yeah. They don't want to. I think a good way for me to verbalize it Mm. is, you know, like somebody, you know, what comes naturally to you. Yeah. So, for example, someone with a fixed mindset will will feel like only what comes naturally to them is in their realm of possibility. Yes. Because they'll look at someone who's achieving in an area that they don't feel they can achieve and they'll, they'll just assume, oh, that comes naturally to that person. It comes naturally to that person not to want cheesecake or it comes naturally to that person to love Mm. going to the gym or it comes naturally to that person to be able to wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning to start their work day. But maybe it doesn't come naturally to them. Maybe they had to really work hard to get there and maybe it's actually unfair to them and maybe it's, 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 it's not acknowledging the hard work that they've done. Yeah, you know, um, we, so ultimately, I think that that's what it is. They feel like whatever doesn't come naturally to them mm. isn't worth the effort. Um, so I think that that kind of explains that well. Because sometimes effort isn't always obvious. Like I mean, if you taught something growing up and it's just been drilled into you as a young kid, like to be polite or to to always tidy up after yourself, or something like that. Like you put in time and energy and effort over the years and years and years and years and years of your life, that now it becomes easy. Yeah, you built the habit. But people don't see it. It's like the tip of the iceberg. You see a little bit floating in the surface where it's like, oh, it's easy for him to eat vegetables. But underneath the surface, there's like decades of eating vegetables every single day with dinner. And it just becomes normal behavior. Sure. So Absolutely. It's, it's, you can change the way you respond to people. Yeah. You know, like I, I've, I've, I've changed and <clears throat> grown in so many ways through the last 44 years mm. that I'm a firm believer that people do have the ability to change, you know, in terms of the attitudes, in terms of the way they treat people. Good ways and bad ways. You know, I mean, I'll admit, like, I was unpopular at school. You mm. wouldn't believe. <gasps> but I know, like, I mean, I'm such a nice guy and I was so unpopular. But but the point is, is that when I was at school, um, because I was quite an overachiever, mm. I didn't know how to deal with that because I, mm. actually, I actually had a lot of fear of failure. Yes. And I was always constantly, constantly feared failure. Okay. And the way that I would act out around that was to show arrogance. Ah. And so ultimately, even though I was acting in an arrogant way, yeah. I actually inside was so scared that I would fail. Yeah. And I think sometimes 
that persona caused me to sometimes say hurtful things to people. Yeah, to put an effort to kind of overcome that eventually. Exactly. Like, I mean, now, like, I mean, I'm not someone who says hurtful things to yeah. people. But when I was, you know, at school going age, I did. And I, yeah. and, 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 I, and, I, and I regret a lot of that. Mm. And I always, I would feel bad, but I didn't have the courage to apologize yeah. when I was in that growth stage of my life. That's you true. Know? Yeah. So, and, and I've witnessed with lots of people. So I definitely think that people do have, look, I think we all have an innate in, it, in essence, um, but I think people do have the ability to change beliefs, change behaviors, reframe how they see the world. And it can yeah. be liberating. Yeah. Like for a lot of people, like the other, you know, in our previous podcast, someone who learned how to practice more self-care, mm. like ultimately sometimes an epiphany moment. That's why I love doing these podcasts because you know, no matter how many people listen to these podcasts, there could be one person listening right now and, one thing, and a penny yeah. could just drop Yeah, and it could change their life. Yeah. Because it's so weird. Like I love like reality TV. Yes. Now there's one show that I love, like Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Okay. Thank goodness you didn't say Love Island. No, I love, I love Island too. <laughs> Damn it. But, but, but what I love about that show and a lot of reality, those feel good reality shows is they'll go and they will meet someone who's like, in their 40s or their 50s or their 60s. They're struggling. And they've lived their whole life yeah. believing something uh, about themselves, having a limiting belief. Yeah. Or maybe they had a miscommunication with a family member that they never, ever communicated about, and they were living a story yeah. about it. These guys come into their lives, and in a week after coaching them and probing and whatever, they suddenly realize, hang on a second, mm. I don't suck. Or hang on a second, my daughter doesn't hate me. Or hang on a second... And all of a sudden, like these people's lives genuinely change. And that's what makes the show so emotional. And they're willing to dedicate all that time and energy and effort to that process. It is possible yeah. for people, especially if you have a very negative belief about yourself, mm. it is possible to find a path to start feeling good about yourself and change your life. And that's why I'm so passionate about doing these things. With enough so, effort, you can, you can become literally anyone that you want to be. But it, the, the requirement is... With enough effort, you have to be unafraid to put in effort. If you want something badly enough, you have to be willing to put in effort. You have yeah. to be, you can't be scared of it. You mustn't shy away from putting in effort. If you want to have a growth mindset, you have to be willing to embrace putting in the effort. Obviously within reason. I mean, I know at this stage, I'm not going to become a world famous rock star. That's fine. You accept but, it. But you could. Exactly. You could if you wanted to. If you really wanted to. <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk about that later. Because people have said I look like Bono. But that was only my younger Who's age. Who's <laughs> yeah, younger know, I, days. I don't really get starstruck with people. I'm not like one who like goes like gaga about celebrities. Okay. But I think if I saw Bono, I would literally have like a, a cardiac arrest. <laughs> okay. So anyway, let's talk about feedback as the next topic. This is a really touchy one. And I think even people with the growth mindset struggle with this. So. Let's all the fixed mindset. Fixed mindset. People. Would you want to take it? Or should I take it? No, you go. You're doing well. Okay, so people with a fixed mindset, when it comes to feedback, what's the first thing that happens to you? You become very defensive about it, and you take it very personally. Yeah. And it's you easy to understand why. And I think often people, it's just a matter of fact that people aren't good at giving feedback or giving feedback in the right situation either. Like, you know what I mean? If there's like an argument going on between you and your partner or you and your boss, that's not a good time to give feedback because it's a very emotionally charged situation. Yeah. So we'll get that out the way. Like some people are just bad at giving feedback. But there will also be people where you can be in a calm situation, it can be communicated calmly and clearly, 
But no matter how nicely you give the feedback, they will always get defensive about it and they'll always take it personally. Yeah. They won't even consider, could this be true? Or is there at least a grain of truth in it? It'll just be, mm-mm. And you'll stop listening. Yes. You'll just shut down. I'm being, and you look I'm for ways to, to throw it back at them or I'm something. I'm being attacked. Like that. Yeah. So that's a, that's a fixed mindset. And it's, it's a shame because feedback is so valuable, no matter who it's from. Um, either because there's a grain of truth in it, or B, it's a good way for you to reaffirm that they are wrong and that you actually are right. You can go and do research, you can ask other friends, is this true? And they'll give you feedback there, which is feedback you like. So again, you only, you know, you only hate the feedback that you don't like. Yeah, exactly. Kind of same surprises. But someone with a growth mindset finds feedback useful. They find something they can learn from and they can use it to identify errors to improve. So even if it's bad feedback, there's always something you can learn from it. You know, we sure. always say failure is not failure. Fail, failure is feedback. Because exactly. even if you fail really badly at your diet or going to the gym or building a healthy habit, new relationship, whatever it is, if you fail, there's feedback coming from it and you can learn from it. it if you don't you fail... It teaches you something. Like if you decide to try ketosis mm. or like a keto diet yeah. and you fail it and you hate it, well, what have you learned? You've learned that that's not for you. Over the years, we've tried so many diets. diets over the years and we've learned something from each of them, right? Exactly. I mean, if, you, if, you, if you're in a relationship with a certain kind of person, it doesn't work out and it fails and as, as hot sore as it is, what have you learned? You've learned that maybe that kind of person is not the person for you. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always, you know, there's a lesson in everything. Everything. In life. It's like in the if same way. growth mindset. Exactly. In the same way that we've said there's an opportunity in everything, mm. there's always a lesson in everything. And so, you know, what that means to me is that having a growth mindset is having a hopeful mindset, mm. you know, rather than a hopeless mindset. Yeah. It's about feeling hopeful and optimistic. Yes. Even when, even when things are hard, mm. you know, I mean, even in our greatest challenges of life, there is something, you know, Tony Robbins also always says, you know, he says, life's like a river. Mm-hmm. He said, like, you know, like the way it flows, he says, life, life happens for you. Okay. Not to you. Right. Now. That's a good perspective. It is. Look, you know, I always, sometimes when people say to me, everything happens for a reason, sometimes that's hard to digest. Sometimes the reason is you're like, stupid. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes when something <laughs> oh, really idiot. bad happens to you. Yeah. And someone will say, oh, everything happens for a reason. Sometimes that can be quite hard to digest. Yeah. You know, when you lose a loved one, like, you know, it's hard to understand what the reason could be. Yeah. But you never know. Like, for example, you know, when my father passed away, the worst thing that ever happened to me, um, it improved my relationship with my sister and extended family who I never used to be that close to because I needed, like, I felt, I felt like I needed family connection. Yeah. So, you know, there, there, there is always some kind of opportunity or lesson, even when like the worst possible things in life happen to you. So maybe you can reframe the whole everything happens for a reason thing. Because I also find it very cliche, but you reframe it to everything that happens like has a good reason associated with it. Like there's something you can learn from it. You know, there's feedback you can get from it. There's an opportunity for growth within that, no matter how painful it is. And there's a choice. There's a choice that you make. I mean, you know, I always, I've often used that analogy. I mean, God forbid, like I can't imagine what it could be like to lose a limb. Mm. But, you know, I know people who, you know, who've lost a leg and gone on to become triathletes. Yeah, Stan. Stan Andrews. Exactly. Stan Andrews, one of our community members. I mean, Stan with Stan is an organization that he has. And ultimately, you know, Stan went on. And then I know people who've lost limbs who've become bitter. And, you know, basically their life has, you know, Mm. 
like devolved. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's the same thing that happened to two different people. Yeah. One person with a fixed mindset, one person with a growth mindset. So that's really, and it's easier said than done. Like, I, you know, you said, you know, how, how, how you'd handle if you got cancer. I wouldn't know. Like if I lost a limb, I don't know how I'd be. Like, I mean, my first reaction is I'd probably be quite bitter and angry, but I think there's something inside me because I've always had a growth mindset. Exactly. There's something inside me once I've gotten over that initial, mm. I would probably be able to fight and, and kind of create, um, you know, as best life as I can out of the situation. You know, there's a saying, the way you do something is the way you do everything. And I kind of believe that like, the more often you can practice having a growth mindset, like it's easy to have a growth mindset in one area of life where you actually are talented anyways, and then have a really bad fixed mindset in other areas. So maybe, oh, you're a superstar at work, or you're an amazing athlete, and everyone's like, oh, this guy is just incredible. He has like this amazing growth mindset. But then like your relationship is like falling apart and you're neglecting your wife or your kids or whatever. And there you don't. So just because you have a growth mindset in one place doesn't mean you have it in another place. Yeah. So the, the more you can practice having a growth mindset in as many areas as possible, the more likely you are to have a growth mindset in new areas that develop. So such as battling cancer or dealing with a pandemic, who would have told this, seen this coming? But some people have instinctively grown during this pandemic and some people have instinctively shrunken and shriveled up a bit more. Um, it's, it's, it's all about practice. The more feedback you can get, the more feedback you can learn from it, yeah. the more opportunity for growth there is. I mean, that segues nicely into setbacks, mm. which is the final category. It is, yeah. So, you know, we've talked there about setbacks and, you know, how would someone with a fixed mindset handle setbacks? Usually it's to blame others. Yeah. Um, to, you know, to get discouraged. Yeah. Like people with a, a fixed mindset aren't good at taking responsibility. Mm. Um, you know, and I've come across a lot of people in my life who literally, you know, to me, it's a matter of integrity or authenticity, mm. like to be able to take responsibility. It's also a habit though, I think. Exactly. Like if you don't do something, then, you know, it's often, often what people do is they'll look for something or someone to blame yeah. and take the responsibility off themselves. Mm. Whereas, you know, people with a growth mindset, you know, they basically, they'll take responsibility They'll use it as an opportunity to work harder next time. Yeah. Um, and essentially, you know, it's, it's, they, don't, they won't see it as a massive failure. That Once again, they'll see it as an opportunity to learn. For sure. I mean, you know, said. It's, it's, and sometimes setbacks can be like a wake-up call. Yeah. Like, you know, I remember having this conversation, I actually don't know who, who it was, maybe a coaching client, but like five years ago or four years ago. And I was talking about how we all talk about how some, some people seem to put on weight very, very easily. Like they'll just look at like a piece of chocolate and like they gain two kilograms. That was me. Like at least I thought it was me. I mean, everyone, it's not really how things work, but you have some people who just seem to put on weight a lot more easily and some people who just seem to be naturally, they, they can eat whatever they want and they just don't gain weight. Yeah. Maybe at least until they get 40 or 50 years old. But I believe... This is actually something that really helped me in my early journey. I, I, I developed this belief that people who put on weight easily were the lucky ones because it is their body showing them, it is their body giving them feedback and, and giving them a wake-up call. Yeah. Hey, wake up. You just gained five kilograms. Wake up. You need to change your lifestyle. Hey, you've just developed diabetes. You need to change your lifestyle. Wake up. It's giving you warning signs. Whereas you get other people who or just eat whatever they want, they live a very like unhealthy lifestyle, but they, they look okay, they're, they're pretty thin, they're pretty lean, they're, they're somewhat athletic, but inside their health is terrible, 
and suddenly they're, they're 35 years old and they're having a heart attack. Yeah. Or they develop a whole bunch of issues all at once and they've got no clue how to solve these things. Yes. So I think this is a great way of looking at feedback and setbacks with the growth mindset is if, if, if you seem to be the kind of person who gets negatively affected by things a lot more easily than others, take it as many wake-up calls to work harder or to change your environment or to build new skills or to ask for help. It's an opportunity. It's like, it's like someone knocking at a door and say, hey, there's a fire, get out. Or yeah. do something different or go put the fire out. But also on your analogy, there's mm. like another great point that I wanted to raise is, yeah. you know, even if, for example, like I, 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 I do feel like I have poor hormones. I do feel like I have bad genes. I, yeah. do, I do feel like it's hard for me to lose weight. And I do feel that I can't eat as many calories as most people. Yeah. But then, you know, on that one Tom Pelieu uh, podcast that we were listening to, you know, his whole thing was, so what? Yeah. So what ah, now? You yes. Know? So basically, ultimately, yes. so what are you going to do now? Yes, it's true. But what are you going to do now? Are you just going to accept it? Mm. Or are you going to make the best out of the situation? And he was talking about discrimination. Yeah. So, for example, I think he had... Uh, a guest who you know who who was um, a black gentleman yeah and you know the 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 black gentleman actually put this on the table as as someone who was championing and he basically said you know what i know that as a black male in america it's going to be harder for me mm. to move forward in life to get a job exactly whatever yeah. but his attitude was a growth mindset it was like so so what yeah like i'm going to make the most of it now yeah you can't just and it was beautiful, like, I mean, that he nice. saw it that way. I like, like that. Because he acknowledged that he had a limitation, yeah. and he acknowledged that it was real, and he wasn't sweet, but, but he said, but so what, now I'm going to make the best out of it. So if you are someone who's listening, and you have bad hormones, or you've got a bad thyroid, or you've got a real challenge losing weight, um, I can empathize with you, and that is going to make it harder. And I'm not minimizing that at all. But so what now? Mm. You know, are you just going to accept that as your fate or are you going to find ways to move forward and make a bit of progress? Because we have people in our community mm. who have made, you know, people with PCOS, mm. people with poor hormones, people with bad thyroids who have made progress. And yes, it might be harder than someone whose physiology is working perfectly. But so what? But there are solutions. Yeah. So you, what you have to work with harder. Like everyone has errors in their life where things come easy and where things come more difficult. And there's actually a blog post I wrote quite a while ago. You can go look up on the Sticky website. It was called The Debate Doesn't Matter, Only the yes. End Result. Great. And the thing there was, let's just say it's now 12.30. Um, I've got a scheduled gym workout. But uh, I'm, doing a, I'm doing a podcast recording with Elan, so I can't go. It's a completely valid excuse like it's real like i'm allowed like it's completely justified no one can fault me for that sure so if i just go yeah my, my gym workout is scheduled for 12 30 but i didn't go because i had lunch here cool the the consequences still just as real as if i'd been sitting on the couch going no i don't feel like going to gym yeah exactly like, it, it doesn't matter what the debate is like you can find ways to justify why you aren't being successful like oh i'm tired oh i had to stay late at work oh i've got kids to go after oh i've got diabetes oh i've got bad genes it doesn't matter how many excuses you come up with if the end result is still the only thing that matters you know take any any um handicap that you have and equate it to just saying oh, i don't feel like it i'm too lazy it's the same result. You don't go to gym, you don't lose weight, you don't pull strength. 
uh, or, oh, I, I got a briar this weekend, so I can't eat healthy. I got to go and just eat whatever they have. Or you could take some healthy food with, or you could make a plan, you yeah. know, like it's up to you to decide, is that excuse going to be the end result? Or are you going to find a way to, to have a good end result afterwards? So don't, don't let those setbacks and, and things like that set you back completely. Find a way to work harder. Find, if, if this is a setback this weekend, next weekend, work harder to find a way to overcome that setback so it doesn't happen again. Absolutely. I mean, we asked the community and we did get a few comments on okay, this cool. topic. I'd love to hear that. I mean, yeah. how, how long have we been talking? I'm, I haven't even watched. Have we got a clock running? Or? We have been going for 40 minutes. 40 minutes. Okay, so let's just spend the next five minutes cool. going so through some, some, yeah. some feedback from... Okay, so this one's just uh, not... We don't need to discuss it, but a nice comment here from Pamela Wust. Pamela says, I think the mind is where it all starts. At least mm. I found that for me personally. You can eat well and exercise, yes, and that does count a big deal, but mentally is where the shift should start. That has been integral in my journey. Do I look like a supermodel? No, but I feel good in my own skin, and the way I see myself in the mirror is slowly starting to shift from being the fat girl in inverted commas. I see to being con content with what I see. Sleek nice. has been a huge changing point in my life. I'll forever be grateful. So that's awesome, Very Pamela. Cool. Thanks, We're Pamela. happy that we've made some impact in your life. Now, here's an interesting concept from Tess Kerpel. Mm. She says, and our condolences, Tess recently lost her, her husband due to mm. COVID. Shame. Sorry, Tess. Um, and still remains very involved in the community. Tess says, I feel emotionally stuck. When going through stressful and challenging times, you can stick to what brings comfort to yourself and ignore that you need help to progress through a quicksand phase in your life where you feel that the harder you try, the more you sink. Mm. Once you get help and get the tools to deal with your emotions and reactions, then only you can change the next gear of mental change. It's like this gearbox inside you, neutral, reverse, and from one to six. Mm. There's not always a smooth changeover, and at times we just coast on a neutral, then downshift, then have to increase our revs to get to a higher gear. Visualizing it like this makes it easier for me to understand and work with myself, and giving myself levels helps me to know where I'm at now, and work on what I need to do to get to a higher gear. I like it. It brings it's quite a con cool concept. continuum perspective in where it's not all or nothing. You can scale things up and down. Exactly. Where am I now? And, you know, and, and, and shift gears, yeah. But actually, just that's already illustrating that Tess is a growth mindset yeah. because she's told herself she can shift a gear. Yeah. You know, she's understanding that she's maybe regressed a little bit right yeah. now, but she knows that she can. She's not giving up. She, she just can shift a gear. Doing things with lower gear, but she can still keep going. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we even, we love to do that with our coaching clients. We'll say to someone, you know, can you rate on a scale of one to 10, how capable you are of doing this behavior? Mm. And, you know, that will then let them know where they're at. And then we'll say, okay, well, if you rated yourself six, how could we get to a 10 to fill in that gap? And how then can make it easier? How we can try and more challenge skills? them to think how to make that progress. Yeah. Uh, a last comment here from Anne-Marie Nell. Mm. She says, it helps to continually think of what skills I've developed to deal with tough days in various categories. For example, physical, walking, breathing, etc. Social, mm. meaningful connection. Spiritual, gratefulness habits. Creative, painting, making the budget work. Intentionally expanding and implementing tools in all these areas um, makes, gives or makes a huge difference to create healthy movement when feeling low or anxious, frustrated or stuck. Small mm. intentional steps, that is where the magic lies. Nice. Beautiful. She's I mean, identifying it no matter when, when she gets stuck, there's always small steps she can take. Exactly. Tools I mean, she can use. And that's what we teach. Yeah. So it's good to know that what we're teaching is rubbing off on our community. 
Thanks very much for that input. I mean, I think we've yeah. done this topic justice. Yeah, for sure. Um, great. Credit to, to Carol uh, Dweck yeah. and her book Mindset. So if you a, enjoyed this, do you really want to go get yourself a copy? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a tough read, but it's interesting. Yeah, like no, really no pictures book. and lots of long words, but very, very impactful. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a top selling book. I mean, here's a quote from Bill Gates. The value of this book extends way beyond the world of education. It's just as relevant for business people who want to cultivate talent and for parents who want to raise their kids to thrive on challenge. This is Bill Gates recommending this book. Definitely worth it. It's called Mindset by Carol Dweck. Great. So that's the end of our podcast. Thank you very much, Eric. Thank you very much for everyone listening. We yeah. look forward to seeing you on the next one. And uh, that is a wrap. Cheers, Cheers guys. Cheers. Cheers.